Welcome to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy and we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name is Holly Matthews and I am a self-development coach. I'm a former TV actress. I'm the founder of the Happy Me Project and I am a widowed mom of two amazing little girls. In this episode, we are discussing how not to feel pressured into overspending at Christmas. So get comfortable, pull up a chair, grab a cup of tea, and let's have a chat. As we begin going into the festive season, which is terrifying, I know that many of you are starting to feel that bubbling under the surface of pressure, the pressure to spend, the pressure to have the perfect Christmas, whatever that looks like, and a worry around money and around the Christmas period. And so I wanted to talk about the the pressure to spend and, and what that means for us and what we can do about that because it doesn't feel comfortable. It feels really uncomfortable to me. It always has. And I think it's a really important topic for us to address. So first and foremost, when it comes to considering Christmas spending and what you want that to look like and how much you want to spend and you know, whether you want to spend anything at all, you know, these are all options. But when you get that feeling to perhaps go above and beyond what are your personal means, when you get that pull to do that, I want you to look at what the motivation behind that is. Consider what the reason for this is, whether there's something else that is going on under the surface. Because when we feel less than, not enough, or have a lack of belief in ourselves, we can sometimes find ourselves overcompensating by people-pleasing and giving more than we can. This can mean you know, financially, but this can also mean emotionally as well. We can go above and beyond. Now, there is, of course, absolutely nothing wrong with sometimes spoiling those around us and making extra effort is lovely and wonderful on some occasions. However, there has to be a balance for us. And getting ourselves into debt or stretching our minds and our emotions to their capacity to be able to cope is not just going a little above and beyond. And it will end up in a crash of emotion once the Christmas festivities are over. So once you've checked in with yourself and you've thought about the motivations, you might come to the conclusion that actually you don't need to overspend. You don't need to get yourself in in a right mess, whether that's, as I say, emotionally or financially. And then in that case, that might mean you need to educate those around you as to what the new rules might be because let's say that every year you have done that that's going to feel really weird to those around you they're not mind readers they they haven't been on this journey with you they possibly probably haven't listened to this podcast and and gone on this journey with you so you know we have to then start to articulate what these new rules are for everybody else have open conversations perhaps we need to put in some boundaries but we need to have really real conversations with our our loved ones and explain our reasons for things and explain how we would like things to look going forward so a good way of being able to do that might be to firstly 
acknowledge your fear of the conversation because you might not feel comfortable with this conversation. Your your worries, you can acknowledge that you are a human being. You don't have to pretend that you're stoic and, and you don't feel a bit awkward about having these conversations. That's the first and foremost thing that you can do. Then you're going to express why you are potentially setting these boundaries and creating these new rules. Let's say, for example, it is that you realize you really, you know, you don't have a lot of money this year and you've made the decision that this year there's going to be uh, a cap on how much you spend on everybody. In my family, I know that they, the adults in my family when we were kids once did um, a, a set limit of a pound and that might seem really low but it was done that way on purpose it, you know it could have been nothing but it was a pound and you, ha- you could only spend a pound on each other and you know the fun that, that people had trying to come up with something for a pound you know there was lottery tickets bought there was silly jokey things from the pound shop or a charity shop and and just it made people have to think a little harder rather than just spending and throwing money at something so explain why let's say the reason why is you know what we we haven't got we've overspent this year money is tight we still you know we want to let you know how much we care about you we we want to give something but we are finding it challenging right now financially so we'd love to try and make sure that you guys feel loved and that we care, but that we put some kind of cap or some kind of limit on it. So you're acknowledging your worry around the conversation and how you worry it might make somebody else feel and that's not your intention. You're then explaining the why. This is why, it, you know, this is not, I don't want to spend money on you because I don't care about you. This is why we are in this position and we would love to still let you know we love you and care about you and we want to do something, but um, this is the reasons why. And then you're going to set clear and direct rules or boundaries about going forward. And when we have these open conversations, you might well find that the person that's receiving this conversation from you is actually in a very similar boat and they feel relieved that you're the one that's had that conversation because they were willing to stretch themselves and get themselves into debt and put it on credit cards and they were worrying because that conversation hadn't been had. We don't have to get ourselves in these kinds of situations. And that also goes with our children as well. You know, I know we don't like to hear this. And of course, many of our children will believe in Santa and and Father Christmas and all of that stuff. And and so it's a different, uh, you you have to make it magical. You have to make that explanation magical. But children are the best at this stuff. And I've always said to my children from being very young that Father Christmas takes ideas from your Christmas list and some of them you will get, some of them you won't, but maybe it's that you'll get it at a later date in the year or maybe he knows that there's something even better there for you. And I've always set the expectation with my children that um, you know they, they, they will be really happy with whatever they get. I've always said, you'll be so excited, you'll be happy whatever you get. And when my husband was still alive and the kids were really little, there were times when we just went to Poundland and got 10 presents. Not, maybe not even that when they were really little, definitely not that. But we knew they would get presents from elsewhere. The kids don't know the difference. And we never got ourselves into a situation where we were stretching ourselves because personally in my values of the world and this will be different to yours but in my values of the world that's not really what I wanted to teach my children it didn't sit right with me for me the giving and the gift giving and all of that is fun and lovely and there's lovely nice things in that but it's not the point of Christmas for me 
Um, But I obviously appreciate that children want to have the magic of Father Christmas. But there are ways to do that that don't require the stuff that we see portrayed on social media at Christmas time, where we see influencers with boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of presents under the tree. And, you know, it makes a lot of people feel less than. And it's nonsense, guys. So if if you've ever picked up that messaging, it's just not true. And, And there's nothing wrong with those that post that stuff either. I'm not judging them either. They're just excited. But equally, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves in that way to other people because our worlds are so different. Our worlds are so different and it's okay that they are. So set those boundaries and have those conversations with your children even. It 100% does not mean that you have failed if this year it is tighter than previous years. It's okay. Or this year might be absolutely abundant, but that still doesn't mean that you want it to be uh, a Christmas that is about just the stuff. Maybe that just doesn't sit with you either. And all of this is okay. It's about knowing what feels right to you. And I I promise you, I'm not judging that. If you are a person that has the means to do so and feels great about it and wants to create a a Christmas-like Noah that's full of boxes of presents and, um, you know, all of the trappings of, of, you know, abundance at Christmas in your eyes and I'm not judging that, that you do you and make it wonderful. But on the flip side of that, I know that there are many of you that are trying to live up to this expectation that you've built up in your head that you see in films and on social media and you can't afford it and you feel this pressure and you squeeze yourself into this box to try and fit this expectation and I just worry that come January when the bills pile up and the excitement and the dopamine of Christmas is gone you're going to feel like this this massive crash and you're going to feel rubbish. I don't want you to feel rubbish. So it's all about managing and and creating a lovely Christmas but not living by somebody else's standards and feeling a pressure because of it. And that really takes me into the last point, which is about comparison and about just checking where those triggers are coming from. You know, is it that, I use that social media influencer as an example, but, you know, is it somebody you're following online? Is it a friend from school? You know, it could be close friends, you know, that perhaps are in a different financial situation and you see their pulse or you hear them talking about stuff and it makes you feel that you're potentially not given enough in some way. Whatever your personal triggers are and where they're coming from, it's good to acknowledge that and just notice, okay, so every time I go and watch this person's YouTube channel, it makes me feel that I have not bought enough presents for everybody. Um, then I would say, turn that off. Like there's there's no, you don't have to make yourself feel bad. I mean, it sounds so simple, just don't watch the YouTube channel. But it's very easy, isn't it? To just go through life without really recognizing, oh, that really triggers me. That really makes me want to, that makes me feel guilt or shame or bad about myself. And then it makes me then take actions that are possibly not sitting in line with where I would like to be heading. That's the important thing. So if you can notice the trigger and notice where it's coming from, you can then begin to put things in place to help you to avoid seeing that stuff, to help you to be prepared. Let's say you're going to knock about with your pal who talks is talking endlessly about all of the spending that she's doing, all of the fancy 
games consoles and um, jewelry and whatever right and f- mobile phones and and things that they're getting their family and those around them and you can't afford that stuff and it's making you feel really low in your self-esteem it's making you feel shame guilt whatever's coming up for you you can name that emotion then before you see that friend, because no doubt you still care and love that friend, I want you to sit with yourself for a moment. Just close your eyes before you, before you see them, put your hand on your heart and offer yourself some goddamn compassion. Offer yourself a moment where you sit with yourself and you say to yourself, I am enough. I'm loved. I'm safe. I'm enough and my Christmas will be wonderful, whatever it looks like. I do not need to compare myself with anybody else. We are all on our own journey. And just give yourself that acknowledgement. You can even state how you're feeling to yourself. You can place your hand on your heart and you can say to yourself, I'm feeling envious. I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling guilt. I'm feeling sad, I feel angry. Maybe it really just makes you feel angry that they even talk about it around you. And then you go on to say, even though I'm feeling those things, I love myself completely. I'm enough completely. And just because somebody else does Christmas in a different way or has more than me financially does not make me less than. It just doesn't. And just giving yourself that moment before you head into those spaces Be aware of what triggers you. Be aware of what makes you feel bad and begin to just put some rules in place for yourself so you don't have to see that. There are so many different ways to make Christmas special without spending loads of money. You can do the secret Santas. You could do everybody has to make presents. You could do it where you all family, friends meet up and just do something together and there were just it's there's so many more important things you know if the if the last few years have taught us anything as human beings many of you didn't get to even see family last year this year will likely be different for most of you let's appreciate that let's not forget the lessons that we had when we were desperate to see people and feeling all of the fear that we felt and and not just eradicate that and, and pretend it didn't happen and just go back to old patterns of behavior. We don't have to. We get to design what Christmas looks like for us this year in whatever which way, whichever way we want it to be, okay? And that is it. That is my thoughts on this subject. I do hope you have a wonderful Christmas and I hope you, I, I want to hear about it. I want to be tagged in your pictures of loveliness, whatever that looks like. And I'm sending you loads and loads of love. Peace. After listening to that podcast, if you would like to work with me further and you want to know more about what I do, well, that is wonderful news and I'm thrilled. So if you head to IamHollyMatthews.com slash all my stuff, you can find all my stuff, all of my social media. You can find out how to work with me one-on-one and you can find the Happy Me Project This is the no-nonsense membership that will help you to feel more happy and less crappy. Each month we have group coaching together where we work on topics such as self-belief, confidence, anxiety, goal setting, journaling, tapping. We work on it all. All of the mental health topics we are working and coaching through each month. You get instant access to all of my online courses, which is 150 
English pounds plus of courses at your disposal instantly. You will also get to meet some of the amazing guest experts that I bring in each month. And so far we have covered topics such as yoga, grief, we have had an amazing celebrity guest in. We have coming up a stylist who will talk to you about confidence, a breathing expert. We have all kinds of amazing people that are going to be coming in to add value. And you can get started in this community today. And when you join, you will get access to the members area, the members Facebook group, and you will be held accountable. You will have community, you will have support, and you will be gifted all of the tools that you need to help you to feel 